Welcome to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. Good Saturday morning to you. I am Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. Bill, how are you doing today? Ah, good morning. How are you, Jason? I'm wonderful, Bill. <laughs> Excited to be here with you as always. And Bill, I know. Yeah, people, I hear you. We, You're lying through your teeth. No, but okay. No. Look, yeah. I'm just happy to be out of the house at this point. Um, yeah, aren't we all? You know, you got to sort of cherish those opportunities to, this is true. to get out. You know, usually Saturday mornings, you're like, oh, yeah, I, wish, I wish well, I could sleep I, in. I want bit. folks to know that, we, yes, we are in the studio, but we are have our distance here. So we're, we're safe from each other. Yes, yes. We, we are very safe from each other. Uh, and Bill, and speaking of practicing social distancing and physical distancing, we talked about it a little bit last week, but you had great success with your mm-hmm. seminars being in the form of yeah. webinars so people yeah. could attend from home. Well, we actually we did. There was there was uh, we're using what's called Zoom, and I think a, a lot of folks should be familiar with it. But it's really easy technology to use, uh, and I've I've have been having all sorts of board meetings and client meetings with Zoom. And so we can do a seminar, webinar. Um, you know, I can put my PowerPoint uh, and use those and, and uh, to help folks. And it, and it's a lot of fun. And, and, of course, we send folks the information in advance uh, so they can print that out or have it available to them as well. But, yes, we, uh, of course, most folks know that I do a monthly seminar, and it's been, you know, for about the last 20 years, and we've been doing it for the last number of years at Independence Village of Old Raleigh. Uh, and I certainly like to do it in person. Uh, that's, uh, uh, you know, I like that face-to-face uh, encounter, and, and I enjoy uh, teaching. I think that's really important. And so I... And so we're using that technology, and it looks uh, like we're going to be doing our webinars again in May. I just uh, – I know that uh, – uh, but I want folks to, to realize that to the degree that they have a, a computer or smartphone and want to join us uh, by webinar, that it's – webinar is live, and um, – uh, it, we, you have an opportunity to ask questions, and and we're doing both of the seminars that have been important to people for the last number of years. And of course, I'm doing my asset protection and trust seminar, and and so that's one that uh, folks have it has been really popular in the last uh, year, uh, and uh, it's one that's really important to folks. And then, of course. For those folks who are having long-term care issues or, or worried about that, our long-term care seminar about uh, that talks about Medicaid eligibility and VA benefits uh, uh, that are available for long-term care. So those things are, are critical for anyone, uh, that particularly our seniors and their families, uh, who are worried about um, paying for long-term care because nobody can afford it. That, I mean, that's just the way it is. And so those seminars are really important uh, to a fairly large group of folks as well. So looks like uh, the second Wednesday of May is going to be another uh, webinar, uh, and I'm looking forward to it. I, you know, this, this last month was the first time I'd ever done my seminars by technology, uh, but it was, it was, I think it was successful. <laughs> I got compliments from folks on it, and... 
And uh, so I, I do hope that we'll have plenty of folks who join us uh, in May uh, for our webinar. I'm, I'm really hoping that by June, uh, we'll be back to doing uh, in-person seminars. That's just um, that's just such so much more personal. You know, there's r really one thing that's sort of funny. I think folks will appreciate it. Uh, as far as the webinar went um, uh, last week, and and that is that the folks in the webinar they could see me. But I could not see them. I wanted to, but nobody, not a single person, shared their video with me. And, and see, you have the uh, when you're in a webinar like that, you you have the uh, on Zoom anyway. You have the the option of sharing your video with with the other folks or not. Well, I I just have to assume that everybody uh, was in their pajamas or <laughs> I think that was the case. <laughs> or didn't have their makeup on or whatever it was, but nobody wanted to share their video with me. So, they got to they they got to see me and they got to to uh, to have the advantage of of seeing uh, our my PowerPoint as well as uh, my presentation, but anyway, it was it was fun for me, even though I couldn't see folks. I mean, that's I like to see folks. I really do. I mean, it's important to me because that helps me know where whether people are really in into it and, and embracing it. Uh, uh, or whether they're just bored stiff. <laughs> well, there's that feedback component that, that really helps whenever you're giving a presentation or performing. I mean, we, yeah. we see it with the late night comedians. They're doing the, their shows from home, and it's just yeah. it, it's it's different. Well, and, and of course, it uh, the, the every all of us, you know, with this pandemic, we're we're um, we're using technology more and more and more, and it and it. Um, well, I mean, even uh, uh, like last Sunday, uh, I attended church. I, I did my the Easter um, services through YouTube, and and you know, it just blows my mind that you that you can um, uh, you know you can use YouTube live. I, you know, but I didn't realize it until. Our church services are are done that way, um, and I'm I'm sure that a lot of other folks enjoyed uh, Easter uh, through uh, using YouTube, uh, and and so, but it's I didn't realize you know the fact that you that you can actually do a, a service live on YouTube that sort of blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and you, uh, I gotta give credit. I saw a number of people post services from various different churches, and a, a, mm -hmm. for the vast majority, were done very well. Uh, Absolutely, which is yeah. another great sign. Yeah, I was uh, dis disappointed. Um, uh, we have such a, a wonderful choir at First Presbyterian Church in Raleigh, and um, I, you know, it was just in fact. Uh, my wife and I used to participate uh, uh, in, in the choir, and I love I love uh, the choir and the group of people, and they're just wonderful. But of course, the choir can't get together. Right. I mean, <laughs> so they weren't part of the service, and I did I did miss the Alleluia chorus, which is always so special at Easter, and I love it, and it's 
you know, they couldn't do it because, and our choir is so good at it. Uh, but anyway, disappointments. <laughs> Otherwise, it was very meaningful service, yeah. and it was uh, uh, wonderful and all that good stuff. But, you know, the, the choir can make it so much better. We're all making adjustments <laughs> to the uh, the current climate in the wake of the coronavirus. And mm-hmm. again, make sure that you register for yeah. May seminars if you're interested. Uh, as Bill, as you said, it's it's super yeah. easy, and you don't even have to have the camera on you if you don't want to. Yeah. Um, but you can... Take part in the seminar by going online to WGALaw.com. I I have to give a shout-out to one of my really good friends, and that's Craig Barfield. He is the organist uh, at First Presbyterian Church, and uh, he's actually getting ready to retire. He's he's probably the the most talented organist I have ever known in my life. He is just so fantastic. Fabulous, and I know the church is really going to miss him when he leaves. He's he's had to extend because of this pandemic. Uh, he was planning to uh, to basically be uh, out. Uh, you know, can you imagine? I, I can't. And and this is uh, out of great respect, but to his life as an organist basically meant that he, he was expected had to be in church on Sunday, no matter what. So except for a couple times a year, uh, all of his weekends were such that he uh, had, I mean, he couldn't basically just plan vacations and be anywhere he wanted to be for the weekend like most of us. His Sundays were always there because he was was the most important guy because without him... (laughs) (laughs) that <laughs> we didn't have music and and that's an important part of church service so uh I, I you know a lot of folks know craig he's he uh has been at uh he was at, at peace uh uh college for many years and then then he went over to meredith uh as their chief financial officer over there and and he's uh, uh he's he was in fact years ago he's with the north Carolina treasurer's office so uh, just a brilliant man, just a wonderful person, and and uh, so I want to uh, just give him a shout out for what he has done uh, in the community. Uh, he's such a talented person, and I respect him greatly. Um, now, I want to get back to technology because you know this pandemic has really um, accentuated how important the internet is. Um, you know, I, it just blows your mind. But if a person doesn't have, I mean, just think, all of us are dependent on it. Uh, without the internet, the schools can't, uh, and and just not. I mean, all the schools, colleges, universities, uh, public schools, private schools, um, in order to be able to to uh, have the curriculum put out to their uh, students. Right now, it's all based on technology and internet because uh, we can't get together. I mean, but it's also true for business, and uh, you know, it just it just makes it so critical. Uh, and one of the things that I do think that this pandemic, uh, because so many more people uh, are at least those who have the opportunity to work at home. Uh, and I think we're going to see more and more of that. But, you know, it, it is to the degree that 
as a community, we make sure that Internet is available to every community in the state of North Carolina, it really is an opportunity uh, in, a, in a sense that we can expand technology and, and business um, that we have enjoyed so much in the Research Triangle area into more rural communities where if people can work at home and still uh, have that same connectivity that they would by driving into RTP or, or to the universities in this area um, and the like, it would make a huge difference um, to rural communities that have really struggled um, uh, over the last number of years. And, and maybe this is the... You know, this is what we're seeing. It, it's coming back. Um, but, it, 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 you know, it's also frustrating for, for you know, for old, old folks like me, old fogies, uh, because it's so hard to keep up with technology. You know, it changes so fast. You, you know, when uh, about the time we figure something out, it's changed, you know, because uh, generationally technology changes about every six months, if not faster. And, and I'm too slow for that. <laughs> but, but, you know, uh, and I, I have clients that don't want to learn uh, technology. It's like, I, I, I don't understand that. I don't want to have to. But it's not that difficult, at least, to learn the basics. And, yes, all of us uh, need to – I mean, we have to get advice from our children and grandchildren. They get it. They get it. Uh, I don't know why. I, th I think somehow they have a technology gene that's <laughs> – that's, uh, <laughs> I don't understand how that gene works. But if you have a question, all you have to do is ask a 10-year-old, and they can, they can answer it for you when it comes to, to technology. But it, um, it, it really the, – the fact that it changes so quickly is, is really daunting uh, to, to at least um, – it is to me, and I, I think it is to an, uh, an awful lot of folks. But and and it's so contrary. I mean, recently uh, I had to upgrade all my computers in my office and and go from uh, Windows Seven to Windows Ten, and uh, and it wasn't because Windows Seven was broken. Windows, I mean, Windows Seven is was a wonderful operating system. Loved it was used to it and then my security people said nope gotta upgrade for security reasons and and so it was like we had to leave that good technology behind and it was still good it's just that for technology reasons for security reasons I had to uh, have all new computers in the office and of course that's not cheap but the fact is is that the old computers work fine <laughs> and you know it, it's uh, the technology is another thing but it's the kind of thing where for me I've always believed in buying quality that would last you, you know it's it's true it has been true with uh clothing you know if you buy if you buy a good suit it'll last for 20 years if you buy a cheap suit it'll last for a season or two and then you got to throw it out cuz it just doesn't look good anymore well, uh, you know i'm still driving a a, a 2004 <laughs> automobile but it was a good one 
and it, it has lasted, and I'm still driving it and enjoying it. And, you know, it's quality that lasts. But so much today is made the other way. Uh, it frustrates me. If you had purchased an appliance like a dishwasher or a refrigerator or an oven or any appliance, if you had purchased one of those 20 years ago, it's still working. But you buy one today, and you have to throw it out in five to ten years. I mean, it's made now to break down so that you have to buy a new one. I mean, and, uh, you know, when I hear these mattress commercials, you got to change them every eight years. <laughs> Golly, <laughs> day. <laughs> I've never heard of that. No, you flip them over every <laughs> six months <laughs> and keep them for 20 years. But you know that that it's like it's this is it's becoming a throwaway society and and of course I get the business if you have to replace your refrigerator every eight years or ten years you're spending a heck of a, heck of a lot more money and the manufacturers are making a heck of a lot more money and it it but you know that's just it's not that they don't have the ability to make something quality they just don't do it so you have to replace it and that that's frustrating to me because <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got to do all the research and you got to invest mm-hmm. the time so that is a challenge but the benefit of technology it allows us to do these webinars that you're doing bill in place of the uh, seminars at independence village of old raleigh and if you want to register for may's webinars you can go online to wga law wgalaw.com and click on the seminars button there it's free to register free to attend you can do it from the comfort of your own home a quick break and back with more you're listening to asset protection today with attorney bill alexander on news radio 680 wptf are listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. We're talking about many things, Bill. I want to remind everyone that they can register for the free seminars, webinars coming up in May. We did this uh, for the April seminars. They were free webinars to attend. They went very well, and you are welcome to register for free as well in May at wgalaw.com wgalaw.com and that's thanks to the advances we've had in technology it, it really is amazing bill just how um we can still stay connected i know we had some bad storms come through monday morning and mm-hmm. some people lost power um, i lost power for a little bit and i did too i couldn't work couldn't do anything mm-hmm. you're right. just kind of no, stuck no, there but yeah, I, uh, no question about it i i uh, lost power pretty much all morning at the office and and um you know, it uh, it was an extension. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, you know, there was one other thing, too, that I wanted to mention, uh, you know, particularly for the folks who have not embraced uh, technology. It's, it's, you know, technology is the way so many people communicate. And the younger people, I won't say it's the exclusive way. In fact, in, if anything, it's it, 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 it has some real negatives. When I go... Well, I used to go to restaurants, <laughs> and I would, I would oftentimes see people, and they were sitting right across the, from each other, and 
both of both people would have their telephones out and they weren't paying any attention to each other they were paying attention to their telephones well i think that's awful quite frankly however um, for those of us who want to communicate with our children and grandchildren embracing technology is really important you know communicating with other people is important to us. You know, we, we're not, as humans, we're not very good at, at just being loners. Uh, and being able to talk to other folks is an important thing for us. And for, to be able to talk with our children and grandchildren is a really important thing uh, for us. And, I, I, you know, when my, I'll never forget, and it was so frustrating to me, and this is old technology, not new, I like email. I've always liked email. But, you know, even uh, 15 years ago, uh, I could not communicate with my children who were in college that long ago. Okay, why? Because even then, they weren't using email. And that was my pretty much exclusive way of, of using technology to communicate with with other folks it was and but no they they weren't using that they they were what do you call it um texting or yeah, instant text. messaging yeah those, those i were mean that, that that's if if i wanted to communicate uh and i i didn't get it for a couple of years i was so frustrated that i couldn't talk with my kids because if I called them, they wouldn't answer. <laughs> if I emailed them, they didn't get it because they never checked their email. They, it was like they were communicating on a different platform than me, uh, and that's the way it is now. I mean, um, so, yes, embrace technology so you can communicate with your family. <laughs> it's a really important thing. Okay, so now I need to. I really need to get back to asset protection. So... Uh, let's talk about one of the fundamental uh, pieces. Um, in fact, it's, it is the cornerstone of asset protection. And I've talked about that enough, Jason. So what's the cornerstone of asset protection? Well, that would be liability insurance. You're right. All right. Oh, yay. Okay. Yeah. See, you've learned a whole bunch. So it has to do with, um, well, it's not just liability insurance. Uh, it is also, in terms of protecting what you have, it has to do with property and casualty insurance too. Okay, now liability is a big part of that whole thing, and the liability insurance is wrapped into your property and casualty policies. And so, so what is one of the most fundamental things to know about um, your insurance policies. Well, how do you normally learn? That's an easy question. That's a softball question. What's how do you how do you uh, what's the best way to learn? The best way for me to learn is to read. There you go. Read, study. So, how many people read your insurance policies? <laughs> I'd say it's a very, very small percentage of people. Well, that's exactly right. And so, there, there are two pieces to this pie. Uh, one is knowing what is covered and knowing what is not covered. Okay, so how do you know what's not covered? They're called exclusions, to your policy, and all of your policies have exclusions, 
And so if you don't read your policies, you really don't know. Now, it doesn't take forever to, to read a policy. I mean, you can read what, how you're covered, and then you, but you also need to understand what is not covered. And uh, reading your policy and taking, you know, five or ten minutes to read the basic things because your exclusions uh, should, you know, be highlighted, quite frankly, in your policy. And then, of course, the other thing about just having a policy doesn't get it. It's knowing how you're covered and what's covered and how it works and and the and it's also the service behind the policies as well but uh now the service that comes down to the 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 company itself uh but most of the the homeowners and automobile policies in North Carolina a lot of folks don't realize it but the language and how the coverage works is exactly the same in each policy so what's different is what are the ter- you know what terms have you chosen for yourself uh, and what's the service of the company and what's the cost those those are the the key elements so one of the most important things uh, with obtaining insurance is buying your insurance from a professional now, when I say professional, I don't mean somebody who's just going to sell you a policy. I mean, they're all licensed, so they can all say they're professional. But what's the, what's the real difference with a professional? Because cost is not the most important part uh, of a policy. It is an important part because no one of uh, none of us want to be taken advantage by paying more than we have to pay. However, the problem is, do we know what we need, and and that's a part of it. Uh, a true professional, you know, what's when it when it comes to any kind of professional, whether it's a doctor, lawyer, CPA, insurance person. What what do you think makes a good professional, Jason? I'd say just the ultimate knowledge of uh, various scenarios and understanding of your current situation, and they can convey that to you easily. Well, that's a pretty good answer, although it's not what I was looking for. I mean, what you're basically saying is a professional needs to know his or her stuff. Right. And that I think that is certainly uh, extraordinarily important that that's part of it but in terms of what kind of policy you need a professional needs to get to know you in other words that I mean as an attorney uh, and a professional I can't do my job unless I know the family I know you know the moving parts of the family. I know uh, the skeletons in the closet, you know, what motivates people, what uh, is going on in uh, the family, uh, you, you know, because all of us are unique individuals. Uh, very, It's really rare when I have the opportunity to, to counsel with a family that's perfect. you know it really doesn't exist out there not in in the way that that we think 
there are very few what I call Ozzy and Harriet uh, families where everything seems just wonderful. Um, most of us do have issues, and without getting to know people, you can't give good advice because we all we don't fit into a box, and that's as true for your insurance as it is for anything else. Um, so a professional wants to wants to get to know you because they need to know you, uh, and then they can provide, uh, based on their experience and their knowledge of what's out there, um, what's in your best interest. That's that's what a professional is all about, and it's true whether you're a lawyer or a doctor or uh, an insurance professional. It's all. Uh, it's about what are you looking for? What are your needs and, and why? You know, the why is a big piece of, of the puzzle. And so um, and once a professional knows you well enough to, to understand the why behind the what, <laughs> then, then you can be offered the, the policy that's most appropriate for you. Um, and of course, the other one that you like, and of course, I, I like to do this. Some people say I talk too much, but I really want people to understand what they have. In my office, when we, whether it's a will or a trust or a power of attorney or whatever it is, I want folks to understand what they've got and what it means and how they can use it. And, and that's important. Well, I think the same thing is true for insurance that uh, and and don't I don't want people to misunderstand this is not something that I offer in my office I want you to find the best property and casualty insurance person that you possibly can it's not something I want to do I have too many other other irons in the fire if you will um, uh, I, I you know uh, but I, I know when people need uh, a, a professional I I certainly uh, recommend uh, professionals all the time, folks that I know who are good professionals, and I think that's important. Uh, but um, it, it's not just the company. This is where a person, um, and, and you know, I I fear you know the folks that just call up, you know, the 800 numbers for to buy their insurance. That's really very dangerous unless. Somehow you've been with a professional and you really know what you need uh, and the like. And, and part of it could be the fact, uh, and there's so many things as it relates to insurance. You know, a lot of folks don't realize that, you know, when a person dies, if a home is unoccupied for a period of days, that your insurance, even if you've paid your premium, lapses. It's in the policy. If you read it, you know it. It's just that most people don't read their policies. And, and so what does that mean? That means if nobody's living in the house for whatever the, the, the period is in the policy, and I think from most policies it's like 60 or 90 days or something like that, um, if somebody's not living there and there's a house fire, let's say the house fire comes four months down, the road and your past, it, it doesn't matter if the agent has said, don't worry, I'll take care of it for you. 
because an agent doesn't have any authority whatsoever to vary from what the policy says. It's all about the policy. And if the policy says you're not covered, you're not covered. And, and even if you've paid your premium, the company will do what? They'll return your premium and say, we're really sorry, but you should have read your policy. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, there, there are lots of, of factors like that, um, that where a, having a good insurance agent that you can simply call and they will tell you exactly what you need to know, as opposed to just sell you something, uh, that's what's really important. They need to know everything that's in a policy, what's not in a policy, where your exclusions are, when it, when it stops covering you, the whole bit. Or let's say that you have put your uh, rental house or houses or whatever into an LLC, a limited liability company. That's what a lot of folks do. We recommend it often. But guess what? Your policy that was covering you with umbrella coverage may not, does not cover you once you've put it into an LLC because you have to have a different policy covering your company policy and a different umbrella policy as well. And so it's, like I said, it can be very, very different in terms of that. this. Again, this is why you need a good professional insurance agent. I, I hope uh, all the insurance agents uh, out there are celebrating right now from my <laughs> recommendation because this is something that is, is critically important to asset protection. Uh, now, uh, uh, what policies are most important to people? Uh, we probably need to take a break, so I'll, I'll do that. And when we come back, I'm going to talk about the policies that are, are really critical to everyone. Excellent. We'll do just that. Stick around. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. News Radio 680 WPTF. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. You can find more about him at WGALaw.com. WGALaw.com. That's also where you can register for May's free webinars. Now, Bill normally does these monthly seminars where you can find wonderful information about long-term care assistance, VA benefits. Um, it, it covers the whole gamut. He's got his asset protection seminars as well, but um, due to uh, not being able to use the facilities at Independence Village of Old Raleigh at the moment, we're going to be doing these online via webinar using Zoom, and you can attend for free from the comfort of your own home. You just have to register. Go to WGALaw.com. And Bill, we're talking all about insurance right now, and that's that's the first pillar when it comes to asset protection. Well, exactly. All right. Now, Jason, you're a smart guy, uh, and um you have insurance, and I'm sure you've got life insurance, and you've got homeowner's insurance, and you have automobile insurance, and you have uh, other types of insurance as well. Uh, what do you think is the most, very most important policy that you have? Which one do you think it is? The most important one? Oh, boy, Bill. How about um, automobile insurance? Excellent. I actually, I agree with that. Now, a lot of folks would say, no, 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 it's homeowner's insurance. And I would say, no, it really isn't. Because 
Um, here's the thing. With life insurance, guess what? You're young. The, the likelihood, uh, I mean, it's important to have. Don't misunderstand. Your wife would kill me otherwise. <laughs> but I'm just saying that you hope that that never pays out. That's for sure. I mean, actually, insurance is a matter of shifting risk. Okay. But the risk of your death is pretty low right now. Now, for me, it's a lot higher because I'm a lot older than you are. Uh, But homeowner's insurance, the risk of catastrophic uh, calamity like uh, a catastrophic house fire, which is the most likely event to occur, uh, or the catastrophic like a tornado, as we see uh, on occasion, um, uh, you know, obviously that can destroy your home. But what's the probability of that? It is so low. And one of the things I have said, even though our mortgage companies require us to have it, it's outrageously expensive for the risk of the catastrophe. Um, You know, the the catastrophic risk of a house fire is like one one one-hundredth of one percent, which is pretty darn low. Uh, and, And so, but we pay an awful lot for that. Uh, and and one of the reasons we have to have it is because our um, the the folks that lend us the money to buy the house want to be protected in the event that there is a catastrophe, and we have to pay out the yang to protect those lenders is what we're really doing. I I even have some clients, some very wealthy clients, of course, uh, who do not buy that kind of insurance because uh, they they figure over time they will save more than enough money from not paying the premiums as to insuring it. So it's um, now I'm don't misunderstand. I am not in any way, shape, or form saying don't have homeowners insurance. I think we all should have it, uh, and we need umbrella coverage too. But your most important is your automobile, and you know. Uh, there's a good reason why. Uh, I don't. I don't think I know anybody who has never been in an automobile accident. Uh, have you been in one? Oh boy. Um, yes, I have. Well, I mean that that's the point. And, and I'm not saying one that's your fault. You right. may have been one that's when your fault. You may passenger. have been one somebody else's yep. fault. You may have been a passenger in one. But I don't know anybody who has not been in at least one if not several, um, automobile accidents. And when accidents occur, there's, there is always property damage, and sometimes people are injured very seriously as well. And, and so um, having protection from your own negligence. Now, North Carolina is different than most states when it comes to how people are compensated uh, with when it comes to um, uh, negligence or, or the like. You know, there are um, most states today are no-fault states where your automobile insurance is going to cover uh, one way or the other uh, not only the property damage but the personal injuries based on some kind of formula. Um, and not related to negligence. Uh, There are um, a lot of states that are what's called comparative negligence because it's sort of like... It's sort of like divorce. It's it's uh, rarely only one person's fault. 
<laughs> you know, it's like, uh, and so in in a lot of states, it's it is a situation where they look at who was the most negligent, and they're going to pay a certain percentage based on that. In North Carolina, we're one of only a few states left in the country that is a pure contributory negligence state. And, and that basically means that one person is wholly negligent, and if you contributed to the accident yourself, in other words, the other person was mostly negligent, but you messed up too. You did something you shouldn't have done. That's called contributory negligent. And if you're if you are contributory negligent, even to a small degree, you can't collect. In other words, um, and that may be one of the reasons why North Carolina premiums are lower than most states is because it's if if you're not, I mean, if you're at fault at all, you can't collect even if somebody else was at much greater fault than you in North Carolina. But like I said, that is the exception to the rule across the country, uh, not the general rule. And so, uh, but even though it's harder to collect in North Carolina, uh, it is also um, important that you are covered to the limits. And so what I tell a lot of folks is the fact that you should have as much automobile insurance as you can afford. In other words, you do not want a minimum policy. Um, The only folks where a minimum policy is even okay is if you're dirt poor and have no property, no assets to protect at all. So if you're 18 or 20 years old, okay, I get it. You know, you can't afford more and that works. But but no, I mean, the most of us should have maximum policies, $500,000 of coverage at least, uh, you know, for each accident, each person, those kind of things. And that gives us underinsured coverage and uninsured motorist coverage because we have to recognize that even though there are accidents every day, that the majority of folks do not have maximum coverage. They have minimum coverage or no coverage at all. And, and they can, they're the most likely folks to run into us, quite frankly. So we need to protect ourselves with really good coverage. And that's just a, a very huge key when it comes to having an asset protection plan in place for yourself. You can find more information at WGALaw.com. If you want to schedule an appointment to speak with Bill, you can also call 919-256-7000. A quick break and back with more. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. Welcome back to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. You can find more information about him at wgalaw.com. Bill, we're on the subject of insurance and particularly auto insurance. And, you know, as you said, this is one where we uh, tend to encounter the most risk. Well, no question about it. And and also, North Carolina has some quirky laws uh, when it comes to automobile policies. And that's one of the reasons I have said in the past uh, 
that uh, the only the primary driver of an automobile should be the owner. In other words, a married couple should avoid joint ownership of automobiles um, for liability reasons. And there are a couple different reasons. I don't have enough time to explain it, but it's the kind of thing where you're far better off if only the primary driver of a vehicle is the owner of a vehicle. Now, they're obviously professionals like lawyers and doctors and architects and CPAs. We, ha- we need to carry good malpractice coverage. That is really important to protecting our property. Business people have to have workman's compensation insurance. That's probably the most important insurance that a business owns to protecting themselves from their own employees, actually, if their employees are injured. Uh, really important coverage there. Over and above the normal liability type coverage that we talked about. That's that's sort of the no-brainer kind of thing. Well, that's something that we all need to pay attention to and enact and make sure that we're uh, reading those policies, as you said, Bill, which uh, I guess that should be our homework this week. We've, we've got the time to do it, so make sure we're familiar with what we have in our policies. A quick break and back with more. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. Remember, you can find more information about Bill at WGALaw.com. WGALaw.com. That's also where you can register for free to attend Bill's seminars in May. These will be in the form of webinars, so you can do it from the comfort of your own home. Just head over to WGALaw.com and click on the seminars button, and there you can register for free for Bill's seminars. It's got plenty of details on the two different seminars that Bill conducts. And again, they're webinars. You can do it from your own home, and it's information that you just can't find anywhere else, and Bill does a wonderful job with those. Well, we are out of time for today. I want to remind you that you can join us again next Saturday at 11 for Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. Have a wonderful weekend. <music>